0: Hello, Savvy Moms, Savvy savers, Savvy Money Makers. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Elkie, CEO and founder of Savvy Moms Unite, Career Prosperity Catalyst, coming to you today with a new episode for the new year. Um, I woke up New Year's Eve having this wonderful feeling and wonderful emotions. And I was like, you know, every time I get to this point in the year, It's when I start to really set my intentions. I've been doing this for the last five years, where New Year's Eve becomes a day where I reflect on the year that's about to be passed. I reflect on the things that I've done. I reflect on new goals that I'm going to have for the year to come. And it's just such a great moment. I've really started to use New Year's Eve as a day to just get me started with good intentions for the year. So I always want to have good intentions for the year. I wanna have good intentions every morning when I wake up. I want that feeling that I woke up this, you know, New Year's Eve to feel like what it should feel like every day. And I was like, how do I bottle that? How do I make this something I do every day? Because there are mornings, I tell y'all I get up and I'm just like, Lord, I don't wanna brush my teeth this morning. I don't wanna get off this couch. I don't wanna stop watching these Netflix shows. I just wanna sit here and do absolutely nothing. And then I feel then I feel embarrassed and I feel like oh, what am I doing with my life? And I start questioning things and I go into this downward downward spiral that doesn't allow me to get out of that mental roller coaster that I do put myself on. So I was like, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. How about I just kind of keep this feeling going? Even if it's me getting up in the morning and just recording myself saying my intentions for the day so I can start off fresh every morning. Like it's like a new start. Just like we think of New Year's Eve as the start. You know, the new start. New Year's Day as a new start. Why can't we have every day feel like New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. We, we gear up for these moments all gear, And then it's like we have it and then January 2nd, everything kind of like starts to die because we forget the stuff we've decided we're gonna do. And then, you know, the, the health and fitness goals only last for a month because we really only intended to have that one day or two where we were serious, right? How can we make these things lifetime goals? um and that's what i was i woke up with like i'm no longer making year goals i'm making lifetime goals and lifetime goals meaning like i'm committed every day to doing something that's going to make me feel good i'm making my intentions known about what i expect out of life every day even if it's small i want to be that intentional and so we hear the phrase i have good intentions or i had good intentions and it could it could relate to so many different things right because you know sometimes you have good intentions when you go into a relationship or you have good intentions when you go into a new job or you have good intentions when it goes into when it goes into how you use your money or you have good intentions when you've done something for someone and or you said something to someone and sometimes don't those things backfire on you because maybe the reaction wasn't what you expected right or You went in with good intentions for the year, but you ended the year kind of rough. And I think it's because there's not that consistency and there's not this connection that you maintain to your intentions. Um, Because somewhere down the line, something gets lost. And so when you think about when you have good intentions towards a person... And you want you want a person to come into your life. For example, you're 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 really excited about a new connection, new relationship, new opportunity um, to meet somebody, and you you have good intentions when you meet them, and then you start to get to know them, and you realize maybe they don't have good intentions towards you, or you yourself didn't really go into the situation with the best intentions. You wanted something from them that they couldn't give you. Or you were just shallowly looking for something from them. And we gotta check ourselves too because it's not just what the person's intentions are, it's what my intention is as well. And me being more careful about that when I'm thinking about the the idea of a new connection, new relationship. Why do I want one? Is it because I'm lonely and I just want someone to fill that void? Or is it that I want a really meaningful connection with someone that I get to know them, I get to know their life, I get to know their family, I get to spend time with them and, and like genuinely get to learn about them? Is that my intention? Um, I had to really question that because I started to see I wasn't going into my, my um, desire for a relationship with the best intention. I really was going for, well, I need someone to fill a void right now. So, yeah, they're temporary. I was already going in with this temporary mindset. And it was setting me up for temporary situations. Um, and, and I had to really step back and say, well, what is my lifelong, lifetime goal for this situation? Do I want to meet someone who is more of a permanent fixture in my life? Or am I avoiding that because there's a fear in me of having that? Like, do I fear that for real, for real? So thinking about that and then just your money, your money, your intentions around your money. I don't think we really sometimes sit down and think deeply about what our intentions are about money because it it seems so in and out of our lives and flighty. Like money doesn't last long. You know, I grew up with this mindset that money doesn't last long in our hands, in our pockets, in our bank accounts. It's always sort of leaving rather quickly at a rapid pace. Money's always leaving my hands. And so I had that attention towards money for so long. Money doesn't stay, so why am I looking for its more permanent fixture in my life? Um, and so my attention towards money weren't really sincere. They weren't really... A great, I would say a great intention. It was like I intended for it to come and go very quickly, and so I had to go. Wait a second, no, I intend money to always be around. So I started to carry fake money around this entire year. I, you know, it was money that I gotten at a conference, um, and it was you know, sprayed all over the room, and people were grabbing it. I remember at the moment, like, I was so afraid to grab the money. Because first I was like, yo, that money's fake. And of course, real money is fake, guys. If this is not, you know, if this is a revelation to you, real money is really fake. We put intentions on money, the money that we get for the bank. We we put the value on it. And so I was like, you know, people are fighting to grab multiple hundred dollar bills of this fake Dollar and I put that in air quotes, and I was just standing around looking like, Are y'all kidding me? <laughs> like, I really felt this way, and then I was like, Wait a second, wait, 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 wait. Like, it clicked in my head, No, this money is real. And I started grabbing some money, and I grabbed what I could grab, and I put it in my wallet. And that money has been sitting in my wallet all year. And when I tell y'all, whenever I was like, Stuff is getting rough, stuff is getting crazy, you know, money's about to be scarce. Um, I would look at the money and say, no, I always have money. Why am I worried? I'm always good. I'm always in a place where money is flowing constantly. I have good intentions towards my money because I give when I have a flow. I give when when I need to pay my bills. I just pay them. Like, why am I worried about something that I know is always around me? I don't need to worry. It's good. It's all good. And I just started, you know, becoming a little more... Um I I became better about my my mindset about money because I I didn't want to carry the past baggage that I had of that old you know way of thinking, you know money is scarce, it runs away from me, I can't keep it. It's just this thing I'm always chasing and I was like, "No. I don't have to chase it. It it shows up when I need it. It shows up when I want it. It shows up when I make grows for me to do stuff with it. So I'm not worried about it. And it just, it really gave me a different uh, uh, shift in the way I'm thinking. So when you get up in the morning, one of the things you could say is, I'm not worried about it. I always have money. Money is always constantly flowing around me. I have great intentions towards my money. I have money to give. I would pray to God and say, God, give me give me an abundance so I can just give because I love giving. And I don't want to have to worry about giving. I just want to give freely and, and, and let it be something that I do because that's what I love to do. And whenever I will give, I realize how good it made me feel. So I want to do it more. And then I would be blessed after that. So if there's something that you could do with money that would help you generate that good feeling around it, that good intention around it, hold on to it. If it's giving, if it's paying the bills, if it's taking care of something for your child, as a single mom, that, that makes me so proud when I can take care of something for my daughter without having to struggle to do it. That makes me feel great, so I want to do it more, right? So you got to think about what is it that you can hold on to? That is going to give you the good, whether it's fake dollars, I don't know what it is that gives you that good energy and good attention towards your money. Look for that thing that you can hold on to remind you in those moments when you start to feel like, I don't know how I'm going to make it into me. I don't know how this is going to work out. And sometimes you just need to realize it will if you really have good intentions, And you think about even your connections with your children. As a single mother raising a young woman who's now a teenager. um, Gosh, you know, I would say stuff like, dang, raising teenagers are so afraid of this stage. Like, I I literally had intense fear around this teenage stage. Because I saw what other mothers went through. Um, My mom raised (laughs) multiple kids. And she saw the teenage years from various... Vantage points. Um, all of us were different in our teenage years. I was certainly a different kid. I mean, I, I rebel to some degree, but not to the level that my daughter has. <laughs> and she's just a very different kid from what I was. And so, I feared the stage because I saw her already as this child that's just a rebel by nature. And so, my like, gosh, if teenagers are quote, unquote, just rebels. And I already got a rebel child who's age five was already rebelling from adult authority. What is going to happen when she turns 13? And I just remember going into the situation like, I was so scared. I was scared. Scared shit. Like, what is going to happen when this girl turns 13 and she's like this? And oh, my God, oh, my God. The anxiety started to build. And I was like, wait a second. Am I setting good intentions on what my expectations of her should be? Or am I allowing what I've seen in my past to infiltrate how I feel about how she's going to be? So I have to have good intentions when it comes to what I expect of her as a growing young lady. I don't expect her to be perfect. She's not going to be a perfect human being. She will make mistakes. She has faults. But I expect her to value herself, I expect her to love herself, I expect her to see the world in a way where it's there's opportunities and resources for her to be who she needs to be and wants to be, um, I expect her to wake up with such an amazing outlook on life and, and I want her to have good attention towards people too and good attention towards her money and good attention towards relationships that she builds, genuine relationships so I have to go into that that situation with those good attentions and recognize life happens. That even if we have our moments where things didn't go the way we expected, we can still come back from that. We're not at a, we're not at a place where all is lost, that I just give up on her because she didn't act the way I wanted her to. Um, and she was rebelling against something that she was struggling to understand. Um, how I can be a more understanding and patient parent And having good intentions towards my conversations with her and my interactions with her and the affection I show towards her. How that's important for me to identify that much early in our teenage stage of life with her and that relationship we're building. Because this is the cornerstone of the mother-daughter relationship, you know, those teenage years are are interesting and they're challenging and they're fun and they're loving and they're great and they're also moments of learning and how do we both learn to create that dynamic with each other so that we're not going through this anxiety filled four years i don't want that (laughs) Um, um i want to experience a really great opportunity of learning with her so i have good intentions of my relationship towards my daughter and and waking up every day with that intention. Um and just thinking about you know your career and your your lifestyle goals you know I I imagine that I'm going to live a very a very free life. I I'm someone I'm an Aquarius I do believe in the zodiac um stuff that I read I do think there's some truth to it. You know, some people might think I'm crazy. Like, how could you believe in God and believe in the zodiac stuff? I believe in it because I've seen it with my own eyes. You know, there are certain characteristics that are associated with people born in a certain sign. And so me being an Aquarius, um, I know there's certain things about me that just have been naturally about me. Before I even understood what zodiacs were. I was always a person who was very independent. I, I liked my independence so much that I think it bothered my mother at times. She was just like, you know, I, I wanted so bad to just be free of a lot of things, a lot of things that would hold me back, that I felt would hold me back. So I've always sort of had this independent thinking, independent, you know, road warrior mindset. Like, I'm going to go it alone and figure it out. Like, I, that's who I am by nature. And so I know that I I crave freedom. I crave freedom. I don't like to be held back. And I don't like to be held to standards that don't make sense for me. So I'm always sort of pushing against that. Whenever I feel like someone's setting me up for their way of thinking about my life, I gravitate I to the opposite end. Because so I'm like, I don't want to be what you think I should be. I want to be what I want to be. And so I know eventually I'm going to want a lifestyle that allows me the freedom to just get up and do whatever I want. And I want a partner who allows me to do that, right? So my attention towards my career and my business is changing because I don't want to have to work in another business as as an employee. It becomes a struggle to be in this business. I'm just doing it because that's what I think I should do. And I'm no longer attached to it the way that I should. And how like being in the flow of things is more comfortable for me than being in this restrictive environment. Um, Being able to change my mind when I don't want to do something and and have the level of comfort there with that that's not given to a lot of people. And, um, And finding that whatever the journey I go on, just be really intentional about it. Like, I want to be in the flow. I want to do what makes me feel good. And I want to do what makes me feel whole. I want to do what makes me feel like I can reach the heights that I want to meet. And how that's important for us as women, as single women, when we are going this journey alone, we're single, we're, we're going it alone, whether we're in a relationship or not, where we're having to parent alone at times, we're having to be by ourselves at times. There are moments where it's like, you're going to have to make decisions for yourself that doesn't require someone else's input. So have a freedom in that. Right. And being able to be comfortable with that is important, especially as a single woman, as a single mom, you know, having to make a parenting decision without the other parent in those moments, because other parents just not physically there, not to ask them out, but they're not physically there when these crazy moments happen. So you have to sort of jump in and make a decision or having to make a career move as a single mother that makes your lifestyle change up at home, because you got to give in to something that you really, really want to do, but it's it's kind of interfering with the parenting part and wanting freedom to just do whatever and not it affect you as a mother. That's that's what I'm like, I'm looking forward to. Like the moment where I can just be like, I just want to get up and go to another country. It's not going to affect what I do. It's actually going to help me in what I decide to do as a business. It's going to help me live a lifestyle that's really engaging for me and my daughter. And it's going to allow me to make money in my sleep. Like, I have intentions for that. And that's going to happen. I'm not afraid of that happening in my life. How do I get there? Well, i got to start now. Like, it's not going to happen because I snap my fingers. But it's going to happen because every day I wake up with the intentions of creating that lifestyle. That, that, that lifestyle is meant for me. That, like, when I think about it, when I think about me just... You know, purchasing that ticket. Whether it's on well, Delta Airlines, because Delta's gonna be my, my airline of choice because I love it. Um, and I you know, I'm sitting in um first class, I close my eyes, I'm like, and I want y'all to do this too. So you close your eyes and you're imagining what is going to be the the life that you lead in the next few years. Next month it could be. It could be anytime you figure out. But I'm like closing my eyes, I'm like, alright. As I walk onto the plane, my Delta airline flight, I am in first class. I actually got on because I got the medallion status. So I got on within the first group of people. I didn't have to wait for basic anymore or economy. I get on. I'm on the sky medallion group. I get into my seat, sit comfortably, feet stretched out. Don't have to be all tight up in there. My bag's under the plane. Because, I, you know, I can pay the baggage fee. Well, actually, my baggage fee is included, I believe, because of medallion styles. I believe your baggage fee is included. Correct me if I'm wrong. So my bag's under the No worries. Chilling in my seat. Reclined. Got my headphones on. Listening to some good music. Chilling. With a drink. On my way to the next destination. On my way to Africa on my way to an island, on my way with my boo next to me, and we just chilling. We like, ooh, this is about to be the best vacation we ever had. And I'm just cruising on that flight. Ooh, I'm not even worried about the amount of hours it takes to get to Africa. I ain't worried about the amount of hours it takes to get to this island. I'm just chilling. Ooh, we land, get off that plane, walk off. Oh, the air. The, breath, the air that I breathed, I could feel it. So crisp, so clean, so gorgeous. And I hear, now I'm, I'm, I'm landed in Africa because I'm going. I'm now landing in Africa and I hear the voice saying, welcome home. And I'm just like, yes, I am home. And as I'm stepping off that plane, I'm like, thank you, God. I raised my hand in the sky. I said, thank you, God. You've made my dreams come true. I step off to the platform, get it, get into the airport, and I'm cruising. I'm cruising down to immigration. It's a smooth transition, and our ride is waiting. Nice car. <coughs> Might even be a Range Rover. Who knows? Waiting for us to pick us up. Get in the car, and we go. Ooh, yes, as we're driving along, I can see the beautifulness of Africa, the stories that my parents told me, the books that I've read, the pictures I've seen online of the beauty that is in this country, in the country that I'm going to, in Africa, in this continent that birthed us. And I'm just imagining, I'm imagining going to the places that my parents used to speak of so highly, Liberia, West Africa, and I'm able to see... My people who look like me. Who who have the same features. And I can imagine what it's like to be home. I get to see the family members that I've never met before. I get to imagine a life that is full of beauty and abundance. And I get to really engage in a way that I've never been able to. Because I've never been to Africa. But I imagine already being there. And how that feels and as I'm listening to myself talk guys it's it's such an amazing feeling because I know it's possible this is not a far-fetched thing it's possible it can happen and I'm, I'm going with the good intentions of be of service because that's what I feel is best and I'm going to also enjoy myself be on a beach with a nice drink blue by my side introducing them to the life that we are going to live. Introducing my daughter to the life of of amazing culture for her to fall in love with a part of her that she didn't get to connect to. Now she gets to connect. Family members coming to meet us at our rented compound where we all gather with the kids and enjoy our time there. How amazing that is. Why can't we do this every day? Like sit there, really close our eyes, imagine the things that are possible in our lives so that we can be able to get up with good intentions. So I did that little exercise because that's how I get myself pumped for the things that I want in life. I really start to close my eyes and I imagine and I I, I try to think of details because details are what gets me. I I don't want to just visually see Uh, Summary. I need to see the details. I need to be able to see what I'm wearing. I need to be able to see the car to car we're driving. I need to be able to see the plane. I need to be able to see the the trees and the the fresh fruits and vegetables around. I need to be able to see the compound we're staying. And I need to be able to see the people's faces. Like, I need those kind of details for me to feel it's real. Because if I don't, I start to doubt it's even real. I have to see it as real. I have to imagine I'm already there. Because when you imagine you're already in the moment, you start to see it as real and you start to work towards it. So who's to say Africa ain't coming next year? Who's to say I'm not going to be in that first class flight or have medallion status? Who's to say that it's not possible? You're the only one that can say that. Did you realize that? You are the only one that can say it's not possible. Because you have the power to create great intentions in your life or bad intentions. And if you allow the people around you to bring those bad intentions to your life, then you have to be able to step back and say, are these people doing good or bringing bad into my life? Because I want, I want to be surrounded by people who always have good intentions. They may not always act upon it. You know, we make mistakes. But I always want them to have good intentions. And why that matters Why that matters to where we want to go in our next step in life. So this New Year's Eve, I want you to sit back and think about how, how do you, New Year's Day, I should say, because New Year's Eve, I do it, but you can certainly do it on New Year's Day. It's the new day of the new year. This New Year's Day, I want you to sit back and think about how can you set good intentions for yourselves every day? Not just on New Year's Day, but every day of 2020 and beyond. How do you set good intentions? How do you visualize the life that you want? How do you make it real in your mind so that you can work towards those amazing opportunities that are waiting for you to grab? How do you do that? How do you motivate yourself every day? Is it putting up a picture? Is it creating a new vision board? Is it recording yourself saying stuff? Is it writing it down in a journal? Is it carrying, you know, money around in your wallet? That you know you can touch whenever you feel that the good intentions are coming so you can pay for the things that you want huh what is it that you got to do what are the steps you need to take to set those intentions every day starting your day off in the right mind on the right in the right um set mindset allows you to do so much great in this world so to my savvy single mamas out there, my savvy money makers, move, move, moving, mover, savvy money movers. I want y'all to really set your intentions today and set it with and set it good. Make sure you got them down and start January first, 2020 as the most amazing year you'll ever have. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following me here on this platform and other platforms where you can hear my podcast. If you are looking to change your mindset this year, this day, this month, whatever, this week, join my Savvy Money Mindset group because we got to set our intention. We got to be better about what we want out of life and encourage each other to do the same. Thanks again. Join it on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Instagram, Savvy Mom Elkie, Savvy Moms Unite, and I'll see y'all in 2020, living the best life.